And this is As the Road Returns. This is going to be a quick disclaimer. This is going to be my opinion. The opinion of Carlos. Not the opinion of the Rescue Company One. Or any businesses of the Rescue Company One. Or anybody that employs, houses, pays us of the Rescue Company One. is not their opinion. It is uh, not Dr. Abel's opinion today. Not his opinion. Uh, not the opinion of... Uh, you know, anybody that employs him either. So don't do anything stupid and say that he told you to do it. Um, it is the opinion of anybody that's here on the show today, as, uh, whether it's Trish and Amanda or Jason. It'll be their opinion. If anything I'm going to say is going to offend you, then go fuck yourself and turn it off. Here at the Rescue Company One, we are shaping up to have a pretty busy 2023. We have a lot of stuff on the calendar already. We're going to kick off our year at Fire Rescue East in Daytona Beach, January 19th and 20th. We do have a booth. It'll be number 527. We're going to be in the arena right across from the fire sled competition. You'll find me with a giant foam finger. Yes. Right after that, we're going to be going to St. Augustine for our first air medical class of the year, January 23rd through the 28th. That class is getting decently full, but there yeah, is still absolutely. room. So you had a um, advanced airway, difficult, difficult airway, airway course, Yep. We got all of the things. It's all listed on our website, The Rescue Company One. You can find it on there. You can get links to go there on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere you look, you can find us. Um, Following that, we're going to go into Community Paramedic. This is a new program. We are still, you know, working out the glitches with the schedule and things like that. Um, We're going to do week one now, March 6th through the 10th. You'll go back to your own program your hometown or wherever you're from for 30 days to do a project. And then you're going to come back to us for a second week, April 3rd through the 6th. And we will go over that project and everything that you learned in that time. Yeah, Cause every place is different. It is. Everybody, everybody's got a different need. And this gives you the chance to be different Yep. and suit your needs. So we will also bring in the ISBC and we will proctor and our host to proctor your exam on that Friday, April the 7th. And then we are going to start doing the helicopter search and rescue pipeline, which so many of you ask about. Um, we have found a way that we think it's going to work out fabulously. Finally. Yes. We're going to start <laughs> that with the ropes course in St. Augustine. It'll be March 27th through the 31st. Yep. Um, in between there, we are going to have our second air medical class, which is part of the pipeline. Yeah, got to do it. So that class will be in Orlando. We will be here April 17th through the 22nd. We're going to follow that with some water rescue back in St. Augustine. Yeah, we will. April 24th through the 29th. And that's uh, St. Augustine slash Georgia. So people do understand there is a uh, last few days we are going up to the Columbia River. Yes, for the water rescue class. So there will be some traveling in there. Absolutely. Uh, the rest of those classes for the pipeline, we are looking to do helicopter search and rescue technician the beginning of June. You can, again, watch our website, watch our Facebook page for some finalized dates and locations. Obviously, that stuff takes a little bit of time for us to lock in. Absolutely. Um, we will, however, be at the first their first care conference in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. We will be teaching. We'll be walking around. Hard Rock Casino. Advertising. Again. Yes, I enjoyed it last year. Yep. We'll be there June 12th through the 16th. 
They also have their website up for you to register for any classes or lectures or skills labs that you want to get involved in there. And then we go back to the search and rescue pipeline. We're going to do austere medical looking towards the end of August. Long week. Long week. Followed by some advanced survival and wilderness search in the middle of September. Again, both of those, watch our website. Um, We will confirm the dates and the exact locations of that. But there is information if you want to learn what you're getting yourself into. We have it all detailed out on our website, therescuecompany1.com. And all the TikToks and... Oh, all the things. Facebook, Instagram. Faces, you know. Yeah, you can find those anywhere. YouTube. We have a YouTube with our videos and we have our podcasts on there as the road returns. We will be going to San Diego. I'm a little excited. First time in California for yeah. the Echo Conference. It'll be my second time in California that this year. Yes. Yes. But not mine. I'm not going to yeah. that. Uh, that conference, which is, as most of you know, very near and dear to our hearts. We will be there. Wouldn't miss it for the world. It will be August. I'm sorry, October 2nd through the 4th. And then to close out our year, we will have our last air medical class in Claremont. We had a wonderful experience there, and they have welcomed us back, so we will be going there October 23rd through the 28th. Again, all the dates are listed on our calendar. You can find the courses in the course store on our website, therescuecompany1.com. You can also go to services and look up any descriptions of all these classes. And there's more being added. Yes. And as always, you can contact us on any of those platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, our website, any of that. You can contact us if you have any questions and somebody somewhere will get back to you. We are all spread out, but somebody will get back to you. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. It's a newer crew for me teaching, so yeah. every time we go teach somewhere, like I got to teach the guys how to do the thing we got to teach, <laughs> you know? and then teach all the yeah. other people. Yeah, and then I'm pretty surprised sometimes when I, you know, something like uh, we're building shelters and shit. I was, it, it, it's been a while since I've done that shit at all. So when you, you had a fun time doing it, though. Oh yeah, but I broke that shit out quickly, <laughs> and I go, oh man, that shit does work. <laughs> so. It is pretty funny. But, you know, uh, this topic has come up a couple times in the last few weeks. And the one topic that's come up in the last few weeks is the fact that uh, we're out teaching something and somebody will ask if we can endorse, you know, like, hey, what product do you want to buy? Should we buy? Should we do this? And stuff like that. And I find it that a lot of people don't really understand that when you are crediting and creating content and doing stuff like that, you really can't endorse products. Right. You really can't. Like, you know, you can't say, hey, I would use this, I would use that. Um, I, I've been researching in the last couple of days because last night we, some, we had a conversation with somebody and we were talking about the same thing. And, um, you know, there is people that create content, do things, and then endorse a product mm-hmm. to begin with. But I find that to not be ethical, right? What, what do you think about that? I think that if you're going to promote a product, then you're loyalty to that product that's making you money is going to become more important than what you're in our case what you're trying to teach what I, you're trying to get these people I watch to learn. a lot of like youtube videos and like 
tool reviews and stuff like that. <clears throat> and the thing that gives like some credibility to it is when people are not given it for free. Like you actually have to go buy it yourself and and then review it. And yeah. It's because if you are given it, then they're gonna want you to give a good review. You know. I, I watch this the one dude on YouTube all the time, and um, is this guy named Sam from Prep Medic. Um, good, good, good dude, good guy, and he buys a lot of stuff. He pays a he pays his own money for things. He, he but if somebody sends him things. He says, hey, they sent this, I'm going to be get, But the dude gives his honest opinion right. about things. Right. He isn't, like, like selling shit. He's not getting money for this whole yeah, thing. Endorsed or paid for yeah. it or whatever. But, yeah. but that's, like, a, he's not really creating content. He's just testing shit out. And that's right. one, one, one thing. But for us, we're, we're selling education, right? Mm-hmm. We, we sell education and we sell a, uh, a standard of care and all that stuff. And I don't see how we can... Say this is the best laryngoscope that we I recommend. I think that you can. Well, I don't think so, babe. Like well, because I, you know what? Like, let me tell you something. The, the the question where this comes up a lot is the video laryngoscope. Yeah. Right. The cool. video laryngoscope brings this up all the time, and like, I think that uh, there's some video laryngoscopes that work a little bit better than others, mm-hmm. but there's uh, uh, having no video laryngoscope is. You know, not as good as having a cheap something, video laryngoscope, yeah, right? So whatever is not you, better than nothing. Whatever you can afford is what you can afford. And believe it or not, when it comes to dollars and cents, mm-hmm. you know, our chiefs, chiefs are going to fucking make shitty decisions on shit that's, yeah. you know, not as, you know, expensive. So uh, we still we still don't have them, allegedly, where I work. Um, yeah. They're on the train. They're going to be going on the transports. but. Uh, not on the engines, so just, oh, yeah. you guys. Are, I hope we don't need an airway. You guys are never there first. Yeah, no, never. <laughs> You're just gonna call yeah. a helicopter anyway. Yeah, yeah well, right. we'll, we also don't carry paralytics. But yeah, yeah. You know. we'll come and get them for you, anyways. <laughs> right. right, yeah, and they'll probably beat you there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, but I, I, I don't, babe. What? Let me ask you this: Why do you feel that we are able to do that? Like, what do you say? What do you say that? Because I think that if we find something that we think works better than other things, I don't think that we should have a problem giving our opinion about that. Well, I mean, I think we can give our opinion. I, I, I don't. I, I'm not saying we can't give an opinion about something. I don't think we should endorse a product as the right. rescue company. Well, and, and, and regardless, like, like if anybody is uh, using the product, they're going to decide what they like about it. Like somebody might like one the way it feels in their hand yes. versus another one, but it doesn't mean that that's what they're they're going to go with it because you like it. They're going to go with it because that's what they want. You know, yes. they they still have the opportunity to make that choice. I do find that us uh, we don't have one we don't have one thing is what basically what I'm yeah. saying. You know, as the the small company that we are and the small group of people that we are, um, we do find ourselves in very unique positions. We find ourselves being in that place where there is a decision maker, right? That's hiring us to do a job. And if we get there and that person wants to know, like, hey, man, what would you buy? What would you do this? I think that that would be, first of all, it'd be taking advantage of the situation. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. But at the same point, like, you have used so, like, you guys have used so many. So, like, I I would want to know what was good and what was bad or like and you, what did you, you like about it yeah what and did like you, you not could, like about it and then you could always be like hey 
uh, I, if you if budget is what you need to worry about, then this is you know this is like a range of, of one that you could try to use. Yeah, I, I mean, I see what you're saying. And I, I am I think not that, at all. I am not at all afraid to give my opinion about. Well, like but that. that's <laughs> different than formally endorsing, endorsing something. Right. Yes. So like you can't just change to say, well, if you're looking for something more budget friendly, maybe these are your good options versus this one's mm. my personal favorite. Or whatever, because when you're paid to endorse somebody, you can't say that. You well, have to say yes. I, I mean, this I, one. We're going to be paid to endorse stuff. Well, if no. you're formally yeah, endorsing that's, I, something, I, I, that's how it works. I mean, I think the only thing we endorse that uh, is. Uh, Do we get paid for anything? We don't. We that's don't a product. No. No. Yeah. No. no. I will show but that's the PBR point. Would listen. Right. I would endorse PBR all the time. <laughs> I know. Exactly. They you do know. anyway. Yes, I do. And, you know, always they were listening right now. Yeah. I would endorse I that all the time. Yeah. Our but, friend Ben from St. John Virgin Islands is listening. Though. Oh, Hi, man. Ben. Hey, hey, we tell him, man. Did you tell him? We're going to give him a call. Yeah. Ben, we, we're going to give you a call. We texted him the other yesterday. Yeah, I think we texted him back yesterday. Yes. So, you know, listen, like, I, I do think that we find ourselves in unique positions. And, um, and uh, nobody pays us to endorse shit, first of all, number one. Number two, I'm not going to take a paid endorsement from a company for something. It's just not the, uh, oh, thank you. Ah, there we go, that's better. (laughs) I'm not gonna take a paid endorsement from anybody for that because we find ourselves in the positions where we, I just think it's- Even if it happened to be the product you really liked? Yes. I, I would, I would, I think we should give people options, right? So like somebody asked me, what's the best, best type of like, um, uh, uh, escape bottle to use. Like, so a lot of times when we're in a class and people go, hey, you guys use these uh, SEAs all the time, mm-hmm. right? So, by the way, I pay Aqualung for those bottles right. all the time. Yes. They don't give me any money nope. to endorse for shit, and they're not a sponsor or anything. Right. But you know what? It's the only thing the insurance company lets us have, which is why we have it. Right. That's what we got to have, mm-hmm. right? So we can't have other shit because the insurance company won't let us have it. So there are certain products that have the market cornered on... Some of this shit we do because they're the only thing that's allowed, the only thing the FAA approves, right. you know that. So, uh, but then take something else like Life Vest, for example. There's some different Life Vest companies out there, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, uh, people ask us opinions about that shit all the time. I tell them, hey, if you're doing this, you're going to need this Life Vest. If you're doing that, you're going to need this Life Vest. Right. But now get into some of the other shit that we teach, like search and rescue, uh, Swift Water. There's a gajillion Swift Water Life Vests out there. Right. Right? Surface mm-hmm. water rescue life vest, you know, swimmer vest, all this shit. Like, I'm not going to tell you which one. I mean, if you ask me, Jason, like, they all are the fucking same. Right. You know what we have? What was on sale. Yeah. Which is yeah. fine. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like, it's really yeah. not that big a deal. Yep. And then you go, we, we, it's, then we have little kid life vest because we have some people like Rob <laughs> that's the size of a child that we have to get a small, like, you know, got to get a size small. Life vest for like you know they're like they make a, a grown human this big you know so ooh, well there you are am I born sorry here? sorry <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but anyways uh, wonderful people South Carolina thank you for having us over there we had a good yeah, time yeah that fun. was fun yeah that was it a was good awesome. time with that class and then uh, you know Brayley hung out the whole time yeah oh he did. He did. Yeah. He's part of the team now, I think. Well, he doesn't want I don't to leave. think we have a choice. Yeah, yeah I don't he, think, he, I don't, he don't want to go anywhere. I don't think he's leaving. No. You I, know what I mean? I'm I don't pretty think sure that's how we've gotten everybody. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
Yep, yep. I wish they were all like Andy, though. Me and uh, Birthday Buddy were talking about this earlier. Oh, I love Andy. (laughs) We need, if we had two or three Andys. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, we have a Devin. Oh, Devin's great, too. I do love Devin, too. We could take a couple Devins. Yeah. You know, let's stay who a couple of people that we don't need a couple of anymore. (laughs) Do we need to stay in it? You know, I I will. No. I I don't need any more hippos in my life. So, you know, uh, I would take another extra hippo. One more hippo would be good. And then we can have hippo wrestling. Yeah. Wait, just wait till the little, the smaller one gets a little bit bigger. Hey, so. Can we put pudding down? Oh, yes. I am going to take a side note to make a a Rescue Company One staff announcement here. Uh oh. Oh. Are we going to do a pudding wrestling? Uh, That would be a. Are we getting matching shoes? We, we have matching shoes. No, we don't. No. Who does That's it? not what I'm talking about. Oh, you want some Air Force Ones? <laughs> yeah. A, right. non-official, Black ending, please. a non-official sponsor of the Rescue Company One, but we do love them. <laughs> All right. This so, just in. Yes. Oh, what happened? You're, you were going to announce. <laughs> Make an announcement. Uh, oh, yes. Announcement. Yes. Yes. Sound effects. <laughs> so uh, the next asshole that teaches an AHA class oh. that doesn't use the appropriate uh, oh. Excel form mm-hmm. oh. will be hitting the nuts. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Got we'll it. say that the the leading offender right now rhymes with Ori. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, like, what the fuck? How many times have we said this the same <sighs> shit? Did, we do not let people write their own name. Uh, no. we, uh, we don't type people's name in. We uh, make them yep. write their own name in the yep. shit. Because if the shit's misspelled, who's, whose fault is that? It's their fault. It's their Goddamn right. And they can't this. write it with a pen because then I can't read it. Yeah. Yes, because you got to type it into a computer because that's an Excel oh. form. Right. Yeah. Are you okay it's, there, baby? Yeah. I think we have one more staff announcement we should go ahead and make. Oh, well, go ahead, Because one of on. those offenders. Go ahead. That offender is being interactive at the moment. Oh, oh. we must go ahead. Go Hi, Kay. Hi, Kay. <laughs> Kyle. We oh. don't call Carlos or text him at oh. 6.30 a.m. Oh. We don't oh do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy. This guy. Kyle, I, I, can't, I can't back you up on that one, Kyle. Sorry. This I can't dude, help you either, Kyle. This dude, man. Like, I'm telling you, he's a nap waker upper. He's a nap waker upper. I love him. But goddamn. Like, 10 o'clock, man. 10 o'clock. Uh, no. Let's be serious. 11.30. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's even better because you well, may get an extra hour. The like, only other exception is if he calls you first. This is my <laughs> thing. If it's not important, I just text you because either you're well, going to no, answer that's it what he does. or you're not going to answer it, but I'm not going to bother you. you know? hey, hey, mm-hmm. it, if it's a text, it doesn't matter. If it's a phone call, you're answering it. No, oh, the no, text matters. Text bothers him too. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah. hey, <laughs> Kyle says 1130 it is. <laughs> I have that in writing documented. Yeah. This is your first verbal oh, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> like, he hit me just right a couple times, too. It was like, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then he called me for a stroke alert. Oh, <laughs> you know oh I mean? then you really got yeah, in trouble. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> it's uh, it is funny, though. It's a good group of people, though, man. We have a lot of guys getting jobs right now, which is pretty funny. Oh, you yeah. know, we make some official announcements that are official, but I think it's uh, pretty uh, pretty awesome shit going on around here. Yeah. Well, I'd like to know the stats. I'd like to know your stats. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
I don't know how many people air care or air oh, methods or yeah, allegedly allegedly hired, yeah you got to say but, allegedly uh, but yeah. uh, I, I'm pretty sure that the last few have been yeah they've very been close. From, they've been from around here yeah very our, close. our one and only homeless man officially surpassed his 90 days oh yeah, yeah. I don't know how he made that that's true man I don't know so, but he's still oh, there uh, oh Dakota James he shaved oh, oh dude he has he got did. his beard slightly gay looking though. Yeah. And I mean no offense by that. I did say that didn't with all due respect. Didn't he shave it? It's like weird. Yeah, it's like, it looks, like, it it looks like a uh, it looks like a chin strap. Mm. Oh. I don't know what he's doing. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to bring it up. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Continue. It looks like a chin strap. Whatever he's doing. But we did get a, a pretty interesting phone call earlier, Jason. So I was oh. trying to be helping me with this thing <laughs> right here. Uh, we do have a person looking for a roadmaster. <laughs> oh, if you, uh, <laughs> really? If you can help him out with this, I can't, but I will take on Lies. more. What is <laughs> a roadmaster? All right, so I'll, I'll let you know that um, across the street from our house, there's the junkyard, and I look at there's a roadmaster sitting right up by the road every day. Oh, what is that? And I, it's a car. Oh, oh yeah, Jason only has my, four of them. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. You have four Roadmaster yeah. cars? Yes. yes. Well, the, the thing is... is like, Who makes it? Who makes it? It's Buick. It's a Buick real yeah. American. You have American. four Buick cars. 5.7 V8. Hell ask him yeah. how many of them drive. <laughs> oh, they all drive. No. <laughs> ask how many of them run? <laughs> they all run. I uh, can start any, at any point in time. I can start them. Why do you need four of them? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. That's the oh, best part of it. He has answers. I don't know if you bought parts for a vehicle. Ever. Yeah. Right? I bought some today. Yeah. They're, they're pretty expensive. Okay? Uh-huh. I can get an entire vehicle for, the, for, for way cheaper than it costs to buy replacement parts. So I, that's what I do. I buy so, the whole thing. Oh, he is my favorite onion. That's it. There are I so many it, layers you know? to him, and I love it. Like, How much do they cost? Like 500 bucks. The best and one was the last one. I had no idea. I look out the window. Do you drive any of them on a regular basis? Well, There's a tow truck. So, oh. the Roadmaster my dropping cousin, it in my driveway. Uh, my cousin Peter, uh-huh. who you guys know, yeah. um, he had a car issue, so uh-huh. he called and asked me about it, and uh-huh. so he's using it or. One of them. Yeah, it's one of one them. of the four. The, one, the, the only one, one that actually drives on the road. That's, yes. Uh, that's not. It is. It, it, well, it, it's the only one that's licensed to down the road. <laughs> the best part is that how many of them can drive down the road. Any of them can drive. It's just they run. They yes. well, on their own. Well, I mean, no, they need the, a lot of help. The, you have to turn the key. But, but yeah. you yes. don't need a tow truck to make no. it go down the street. No, there's only one that I actually have to. Uh, I, I want to replace the transmission in. But yeah. The rest of so them. So you need to buy again. a whole another car. No. So you can replace the transmission. No, no, no. no. That's You've got that. four to choose from. That's yeah, not but, how that works. No. But, I mean, but then the other ones won't run if you take the transmission the, out. The best part. But they're, they're, they're parked cars. The I best mean, part of the whole thing is is that like I'm sitting there trying to catch up on work. Yeah, how the hell you did know? you come across that? Oh, this is great. So I'm catching up on work, Jesus. and uh, and me, you know, the problem is is that like if I'm teaching for a couple of days, like shit piles up, and then me and Amanda have to like you know, so Amanda's sitting next to me. And she's, we're catching up on shit, and then we're trying to figure stuff out for the show. And I don't even know how I really came up. I don't remember. But, but it paused me, <laughs> like, from doing shit that I was doing. Like, because I, I mean, I guess a lot of uh-huhs, yes, no. 
No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Well, well, really? That happens? And then, and then, uh, but then she he goes comes in, back. Then she goes, Jason has, you know, four Roadmasters. I'm like, hold on one, that one goddamn second. <laughs> Did you know what it was? Did you no, know what it was? We no, had to Google I, it. I had to Google it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had to Google the shit. And I go, why the fuck that car? America. That's why. But you know, I, uh, was I. Was it made in 1843? No. No, it was well, not. I mean, like the year before PBR was hell, uh, the greatest know. beer on earth. Maybe, maybe Buick was around back then. I don't know. You, you know what? What the funniest shit is is that I had a pretty cool car. It was uh, uh, and, and nobody knows what it is. Toyota Cressida. You ever seen? You ever yeah. heard of that? Yeah. Oh yeah. I love oh. that car. Yeah. That's a cool ass car. Yeah. That's how he feels about his giant boat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. They, oh, they, I love it. Like, boat. I can't wait for the Roadmaster. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. And so, you're gonna throw midgets. Boat. I'm gonna fix my car up. That's like that's my equivalent. Can I have his Porsche? Yes, uh, yeah, 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 you can have it because I'm gonna make my car a Porsche. Hey, like, you do whatever you want with that. No. It's gonna beat your, but you, it's gonna beat your Porsche. No, you then he'll go buy the station wagon kind and buy <laughs> oh, five of those. Yeah, oh, that's the other. I that's saw the other that. thing. I saw <laughs> that the station wagon. We're getting one. Now she said it was okay to have a station wagon, but I she mean that like, one's at least you can make those look cooler it, than it has, the other one. It that's wood grain on it. It looks like a family truckster from from vacation. That's the only one that you're guaranteed to die if you're in the back because because you sit backward, you sit facing facing outside. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that shit. Four. We have four of them. Dude, but that Toyota Crest that had the seatbelt. I that can't would go, believe you like that car. Oh, I love it. It's, it's hideous. Ah. It is hideous. We no the Crest yeah. or the no that that's, that's hideous. No, the I Toyota don't think Crescent so. Is awesome. No. Listen, oh, yeah. let me tell you this story real quick. So he got it running at one point and decided one that um, <laughs> I had to drive it because he needed to running. take the kids somewhere. Yeah. So at the time, I had a Yukon Denali. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna get the good car. Yeah. Well, that's usually. I wasn't allowed. I had to drive the the hoopty. (laughs) (laughs) And I was so pissed. And he got so mad at me. He's like, I won't ever drive your fucking truck again. I'm like, good. Don't take it. I don't want to drive your car. Yeah. It's it's like like when you don't want to do dishes, you. You know, don't so, do it well. There's food all over them. You so put them in the cabinet. You, you don't ever have to do dishes. Again. You couldn't fit yeah. the kids in the in the in the. Uh, oh, oh he drives them around all over in it. Yeah. Oh. He of goes to baseball, softball in it. Well, it drives. Yeah. The thing's awesome. Mm-hmm. The one drives. Yeah, one. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> three. so um, <laughs> K uh, says that she's going through the last rounds of interview for her flight nurse spot. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Good luck, Kay. Congratulations, Kay. And uh, Michael Braley just says they'll butamine. Bitches. Oh, that motherfucker today. <laughs> oh. Let me tell you about him in class. This fucking asshole kept screaming, dobutamine, everything I was asking. You know what but, I mean? I, but I think he was like legitimately, you know, uh, legitimately trying. No, no, he was being an ass. <laughs> yes. Maybe he thought he would be right at some point. And then yeah. the, well, he was. And then the actual dobutamine choice. Yeah, like, yeah, that, that he, one, that he, one he, he didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you've been screaming it all day. Right. It's that same one. Oh, he's man. a special little guy. I love the dude. He's a, he's funny. He had shit. his girly shorts on today too for us. Oh, did he oh, wear did yeah. he wear them to class? Yes. Those are not a lot. I didn't mm. notice. <laughs> it's not. The cowboy boots and those shorts are they've been outlawed around here. <laughs> those shorts on boys. I think you'd be okay if we if like girls wore them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm Braley. No. No. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. So, anyways, uh, Saturday is the anniversary of the polls. Um, can I can I just say so that other people don't correct us? Yes. It was Saturday 
kind of. Technically, it's it was Sunday, Sunday yes. which it was then too. Yes. So but I just don't so, want people to think we know we have the wrong date. Yeah, we know yeah. June, June the twelfth. June the twelfth. So listen, the, the the big thing for us, you got to think about, it, is that our day started June eleventh. Yes. And, and um, you know, so this is the first time since the actual event where it's a Saturday. It's a it's Saturday going into Sunday. Yeah. You know, so so it's pretty crazy like that, um, how that has transpired. Six years this year. Mm-hmm. That's insane, man, like how quickly that time has flown. And, um, you know, how that anniversary just, you know, re-pops re up every year. And you're just like, man, I, how different things are from um, 2016 to like you know, twenty twenty two that we're in right now, year twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. So like, you, if you go back on the uh, craziest thing, the rescue company one did not exist then. Mm-hmm. Um, the rescue company one did exist on paper at that moment in time, where we were trying to figure out, you know, uh, we we're doing different things. So the craziest thing is that we had just probably um, a month earlier kind of booked our first job that we were going to do as the rescue company one, and uh, we were working on the chair. So the chair was being designed at that moment in time uh, for our first job that we were about to do. And uh, and it wasn't until (laughs) – so that was on paper, and then we did a couple, like, review classes – as the rescue company won in 2016. But in 2017 was the first time we actually did work as uh, the rescue company won as we know it mm-hmm. now to be. So so it's kind of crazy. A lot of people think that the Pulse started the company for us, but it really didn't. Um, prior to that, like me and Josh would go, me and Josh would go teach a lot together, but mostly we just kind of flew around like a, like a couple because um, <laughs> we would go do competitions and stuff. Usually I would teach places, and he would come teach with me, you know, and he would listen to what I was teaching, and he was just there because we had a competition or something. Um, and and then he's would always have that idea of, like, hey, dude, we need to start, like, our own shit. Why are we doing this with somebody else? You, you, know, mm-hmm. we, you know, like, man, shut the fuck up. We're just going to, you know. And then, uh, but we we were in the process of doing this company at that time. So, uh, so kind of like a misconception a lot of people have of, of us and that the company was born from that incident, which it wasn't. Right. Now, um, uh, question number two that we get a lot of times from people is that, that a lot, uh, we had one asshole that worked here that felt that, the, <laughs> that, that, that we were des- a, that the company was that the incident defined who we were and how we are and stuff. Mm. I, I don't think that that it did at all. Um, I think that the incident changed the life for a lot of people that are here at the company. Yes. Um, and, you know, some for mostly negatively. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't, don't see anything positive that has come from that incident. Other than we've gained some really good friends from it. Friends you wish you didn't have sometimes because of how you got them. But yes, I do think there is part of it that is. I feel like in some ways it's part of your definition as a person because Mm. it ultimately it's part of your story now. 
Yeah, absolutely. It has had a large impact on this company. It's had a large impact on both of your lives. Mm -hmm. And that makes it a solid part of your story. It doesn't define you. It doesn't make you the person you are. But it does say a lot about your definition as a person. Because what you and Josh did, which people don't recognize enough, is you went in and you went in again and you went in again. And you didn't hesitate. You did what you had to do, and you did the job, and you did what you were trained to do. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we'll talk about some of that stuff today. And that is part of your definition. So right now, um, part of our, our monthly training is the, the whole active shooter mm-hmm. thing, and we're going to be doing the RTF thing. And um, I was talking to you the other day about actually reading the after-action report. Oh, yeah, that's and, an interesting read there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... It's interesting, but it's also kind of sad because it, it, it doesn't actually portray what happened. Doesn't, it, it doesn't mention a lot of stuff yeah. on there. You yeah. know, it's, it's insane to me, man. It, it's insane. We, you know, I get to that. But I want to touch on one thing before we get, dive deep into that. Like, me and Trish have a thing that it's, it's a source of me and Trish. We will argue about this all the time. And I don't think she realizes, and I really sit back and I think about when this starts, but it started on the 12th of June, 2016. You remember what happened that night? Besides the pulse happening. Are you there? You awake? She's She's, thinking. She's thinking. She's hoping the ceiling tiles will provide her the answer. You called me? I called. You told me to stay in the house? Yeah, but how many times did I call you? Oh, uh, I, I don't even know, and I know the answer to this oh question. Oh, my God. <laughs> answer my your phone, God. lady. And it was, uh, <laughs> and you got to figure it's down, the, it's, she's down the street at the time. Like, Trish lived, mm-hmm. like, really, like, a oh. couple streets Less over from, okay. from the Pulse. Okay. Less yeah. than a mile. Less than yeah. a mile. And, and, uh, and then, like, my... That whole thing makes sense to me now. Yeah. So now the the route... To Trisha's house for us is blocked off, so we can't. The route get, getting out was also blocked. Yeah, so we couldn't get to her. I could, you know, like you know, for me is, and I'm calling, and I'm right. calling, right. and I'm calling, and I'm calling, and I'm calling, and I'm calling, and then, yeah, yeah, I was sound asleep. Yes. Right, right, I, and I, you know, that's that's one of those things where, you know, you're sleeping. I get it, but. But yeah, he's he's obviously traumatized by it because it's, oh, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, you 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 knew she probably wasn't there or, you know, she wasn't really in danger. Oh, I know she wasn't there, but yeah. it's just the thing, you know, yeah. the thing. or you anywhere close. To, but you just wanted to talk. Well, about I was that, close. That was well, the biggest but thing. <laughs> like like there, like that. Yeah. They were going to hit you or yeah. anything like that. Well, but. And, and, you know, it's one of those things. I wasn't so much worried that something was going to happen to her. And, as you know, if something happened to us at the time, then mm-hmm. I wouldn't get to talk to her again. I got gotcha. you. Yes. You gotcha. see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, so it, it's, it's, uh, it's a crazy thing that it, it is so hard to get over that, like, whole thing in the sense of, like, it's so hard to, like, just, you know, not get up said about it you know what i mean um here's the the other thing that a lot of people because we, we've kind of told the story about and you know now cliff noted a little bit here and there for people but uh i want to talk about stuff people probably never heard you know because it's kind of crazy 
So the day after, you know, so on the 12th, the actual day, when we go home, mid, excuse me, mid-morning, we go home and I take a nap. I wake up with bandit on top of my head. <laughs> nice. And, um, and, and then pick up my phone and I have a couple missed calls from Josh. And now the thing with Josh is, is that he, he was not an explosive individual ever. Like, didn't, like, you know, he was loud. He would do, like, his, uh, you know, he, he was dramatic about things he would say sometimes and how he would do it, but very eloquent and very, like, direct and uh, well-kept. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that day, the, the, that, that morning, there is a unleash of this other individual that I've never seen before. And it's kind of like the beginning of the dude that you kind of like saw for the last few years. Right. So that morning he had got a phone call from chief and just lost his fucking mind about it. Mm-hmm. I lost his mind about it. He was just full on shit bag, fucking crazy about what this guy said. And I was like, dude, why the fuck would you even let that shit bother you? Mm-hmm. You know? And like, and then it was, uh, his fuse just got shorter and shorter, shorter and shorter. So like two days later, him and uh, Amber are driving somewhere, and a uh, guy cuts him off. And like even Amber and, and it says is like he was like stuck in this spot because uh, he like stomped on the brake, and then he was just fucking yelling and screaming. He had no idea that he was doing that at the time. Right. And all he could see is this thing that happened. So uh, on one of the on our trips back, this this uh, cop car from like Edenville. Which is crazy, because, like, the, the, the Edenville cop, like, we actually know very well now. Okay. So the Edenville cop almost hits our truck, which oh, really? I don't see that because I'm in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, it almost hits our truck, and he stomps on the brake, and he's fucking yelling at the dude. And it's like, in, um, and in his voice, and then I was listening to this uh, uh, interview that we did a few days later where he was talking about kind of, like, not being able to stop seeing Mm-hmm. That stuff that day, yeah. you know, because like yeah. you can actually see that. You know what I've, I never uh, asked you is, did you have like drive cams in the trucks at the time um, to capture any of it? No, no. you didn't have anything like that. No, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like we had the the camera, the backup camera, which didn't work for us. That was the only camera, right. and there's a camera inside the rescue, but doesn't doesn't show outside. Yeah, and yeah. it doesn't record. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, it, it's a. Kind of one of those crazy things. You know, one of the things that a lot of people don't know is that uh, for the longest time, a lot of our chiefs try to discredit, like, the story, you know? They basically discredit the story. And, they, you know, to this day, you know, obviously we had some shitbag chiefs at the time that don't work there anymore. Um, and the, the craziest thing that I know, I 100% know officially happened, is that our chiefs, um, a few of them, a couple assholes that don't work there anymore, mm-hmm. actually went to the hospital, allegedly, mm-hmm. and watched security cam video and counted people. Like, actually counted to see if the number of people, we, uh, if our 13 people were, like, legit. What? Are you serious? Yeah. So they actually sat there and counted. So, you know, like, obviously, you know, I work there. So, like, somebody's going to tell me that they did that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and uh, they, they could not believe it because, um, 
the people at the hospital knew that we what we did, right? So like they go, why why are you just why is that yeah. not, not true? Why, why is that important? Yeah, yes. Like so why say, why are you wasting your that time? That part too. Why so, does it matter? Yeah. So well, like this is the one thing. It, it's uh, uh numbers are quant- you can quantify numbers, right? You can quantify numbers. You can you can count numbers, and you can go that well. That's like that happened, right? So so the funniest thing, it, the shittiest thing is this: is the number the city of Orlando Fire Department can never get away from. The city of Orlando Fire Department transported sixteen people to Orlando Regional Hospital. Mm-hmm. Sixteen of them, right? right? Mm-hmm. One rescue did thirteen. Yeah. Three rescues did. Three. One. Three. <laughs> each. Each. Yeah, one, one, one each. One each. Yeah. Yeah. That that's 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 real. And that, that, and you were saying and you were also hey, telling hey. me like at that point it was like way past like really needing to like uh, the time well, frame was further like the time frame was It was a was couple further. hours after that, I think. You no, know, like eventually like I think uh, like when we did that one last trip that we did there, that's when those guys were kind of coming in and stuff and doing right. stuff. But uh uh the Orange County rescue did uh transport uh like I think our second trip we had the Orange County rescue, the guys from 50 did that. There was one real metro unit which this guy doesn't uh uh, uh doesn't get uh, fucking the credit that that dude. Let me tell you something. Is that who I think you're talking this is about? Oh, Ravenel. Yeah, he's fantastic. Absolutely. So Ravenel. He's a great medic. Is yeah. was uh, worked the shooting the night before Pulse on the Christina Remy girl. Oh yeah. Oh wow! Really? Yes. Okay. So Ravenel, that guy should not been at work. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 He should have not been at you've work. Already, you've already worked one traumatic And then he, he go the very next day, he's at this shooting. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's crazy. Let me tell you something. That that dude is uh, excellent. Yeah. You know, and, and then a lot of units did transport people to Florida South, Dr. Phillips, and stuff like that. There were not right. that many transported to South. Well, you know, a few got transported yeah. there. You know, okay. None of them took 13. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, <laughs> like. I don't even think they had 10. <laughs> I definitely do say that I, there's a lot of guys had been had they been in the in the position of being just right there would have probably would have done the same thing you know yeah. I, I mean I know you say that and I know you don't want to take credit you and oh. Josh don't really want to take credit for for anything but I I don't think that those 13 people that you did transport would have lived had you not been there because not only, like, you have new guys that are more afraid of losing their jobs. You have guys that, that yeah. uh, like, have to follow what they're told to do, right? Because that's what, what's always beaten into us is you, you, you need to go to stage and you need to go do this and you, whatever. You, and you follow your orders, you, you know? You work for a, a very large department and secession is, is, is the, whole, the whole part of it. So, you want to you want to ever <laughs> if you ever want to progress, then you then you're gonna follow those those rules. Uh, now you no. ha, ha, well, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm a young oh, yeah, guy. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, what well, are you I'm, saying? If you want to progress, yeah, you yeah. follow those rules. Right. Yeah, right. If you want to do the right thing, you tell them to fuck off. Yes, right. But I did being, a lot. Go fuck yourselves. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but like being young, a younger person. 
they're going to be more worried about n- not following those those rules so, versus somebody that you that's like I'm going to make the right decision hey, and do it. And if you, know. you if you think about that though, just a little bit, the whole like um, a lot of times when when we have millennials, which is the younger people, right? They don't mm-hmm. they don't do what they what you tell them to do. They're like, oh, that doesn't make me feel good. I don't well, think I'm going to. Yeah, do that. but that kind of is like the complete opposite. Like, they, they, I don't feel like coming. They're to work not today. doing anything. <laughs> they're, they're I, not even gonna that's, work I'm not going to. That that doesn't make me comfortable. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, man. Like, because the other thing seems to. There, there was there, there was a lot of uh, a lot of players in in the in in this in this thing too. You, you got the guys from the Engine Five. They're yep. they're stuck there, right? They're not going anywhere, right? They're, they're, you they know? were triage, right? Basically, yeah, yeah they were there. They, they were doing what they could do. Mm-hmm. You know, Justin Hartley. You know, Jimmy Reyes. Those guys that were there, they they couldn't leave. Mm-hmm. Those guys' positions are. Um, Pretty fucking. Uh, See, I didn't know they were there. They were oh, at five that day. No, so Jimmy Reyes and uh, Justin uh, were at one. Well, they were at one. The okay. guys from Station One yeah. end up coming in. Um, so we based. So we get there. Um, nobody's out of it yet. You know what I'm saying? So they, 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 you know, they start bailing out. We get that first patient. Five's rolling up the doors, and us and the guys. You know, the guys from Engine Five, me and Josh. That one first patient was the only trip that we did with one person. Um, and we, you know, we smoke out. But, you know, like, you go to a lot of shootings and stuff like that in the city where a lot of times, you know, a lot of shots are fired. But, Nobody you know, and unfortunately, some of the homies ain't good shots. Right? So, so <laughs> it's, uh, hard, know, it's hard to aim when a lot of, a lot turning of sh- sideways. A lot yeah. of shit gets shot up, and then, uh, you know, one person's hit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we had this dude hit. Um, we bail with him, come right back. And this time we come back, it's, it's a line of fucking people, right? So we grab... A few people leave, come back. Then the third time we come back, these guys are doing some sorting, man, uh, behind the Einstein's bagels there. So Jimmy, the true Justin. triage, the true like RPM. No, fuck that. Thing. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what's interesting is that we were talking about that, and like it's uh, um, if you there's two types of like incidences when you have you know more. Patients and resources, right? So you're in a mass casualty incident type mm-hmm. event, right? Yeah. But those are diff- that's different now. That's a, so you have the mass shooting event, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, right? Yeah, rescue task force type stuff, right? NFPA, what's the number? Three thousand. Three thousand. Yeah. And then um, and then you have a mass casualty incident, right? Right. So a mass casualty incident, the incident happened, nobody else is getting hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And then you now you can start sorting patient and RPMing people. Okay. If you do a mass shooting event, that shit's out the window. The yeah. guy's still making patients. Mm-hmm. So how are you able to sort something that's not complete yet? It's not done. Right. right. It's right. not done. It's not complete yet. Right. So so you do it if you do it. You do the best you can at the moment that is there. Yeah. You stop bleeding. You turn people to their sides. You make sure that they're in the best breathing position possible. You need some people. And, and, and who was the best person to to keep that guy from creating more patients? Um, whoever was there on the scene. Well, the, what, didn't the police you say there officers was, with guns. Yeah, didn't you say there was a there was one of the officers that was like oh, suppressing absolutely. him, absolutely. And keeping yeah, yeah. him? Oh, yeah. well, Jimmy Highland, man. Yeah. Jimmy Highland, man, the driver of the pickup. Yeah, yeah, John, Jimmy That's Highland. Badass. Yeah, Jimmy Highland um, did a good job. Adam did a good job as as much as he could, being mm-hmm. one guy with another with a dude, you know. Um, 
doing what he was doing. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and that's the thing people don't understand. Like the police officer's job is a hard job because where you have this guy just shooting randomly without fucking regard for anything, the police officer can just he can't just open fire without due regard for the people that are right, there. Right, yeah. Right? You don't, like, you don't want to hurt somebody else, but at the same point, yeah. like, you want to stop that person from Yeah, th- this is in the movie Speed, like, yeah. where you can <laughs> right. shoot the fucking hostage, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's, listen, but, like, it, it, these guys have jobs to do. They got to use their deadly force with responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this is what motherfuckers cannot understand. Right. What would Grady Judd say? Yeah, Grady Judd would say, you know, shoot with due regard, yeah. but shoot a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey. If Justin only had a gun. Oh, he's oh, about he's to. Got, he's, he's got, got one or two. Ugh, he's man. about to. So, you know, uh, the, the thing is, Jason, is in that, in that re- if you do rescue task force, like you guys are about to do training. Yeah, allegedly. we're about to do training, yeah. Is the police involved in your training? Uh, probably not. Yeah, well, that's useless. Well, good. You, yeah. you, you, I, you can basically, you guys should, you know what you guys should do that day? You guys should take your vests and all your, your, uh, uh you guys going to be wearing helmets and vests and all oh, that yeah, stuff. Of course. All the stuff yeah, in those yeah, nice yeah. thigh packs and shit. Yeah. You guys yeah. should get coolers of beer and drink beer on duty. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as useful as that fucking training that you're about yeah, to do. I, you, you know I what know. I'm saying? Do you know well, the state? So this is truthfully like, this is the thing that bothered, and it's always bothered me, but, but initially I, and this was before, before Pulse and, and before a lot of active shooters was people, the guys in the department would be like, oh, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going in there anyway. And, and, and back then it was like, wow. it, was a, it was a safe scene. And they were like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not going in there. I'm not doing that because I don't know. I don't know who's <laughs> around the corner. I don't, you oh, know, fuck all you. The, all so the if, bullshit. Fuck if you. those guys were given a situation like what just happened in Texas and mm-hmm. there was another school shooting, though, like all of those guys wouldn't go in for those kids? Pussies. I, I don't believe that. I'm I don't not believe most you. of them would be sitting in their fucking trucks down the road yes. or hiding in their station with let the doors uh, locked. Are you ask, fucking kidding me? Let me ask you this shit. No, no. This is, unfortunately, no. L- listen to this. These stats, birthday buddies got. Birthday buddy, throw in some numbers here. Hit them with some numbers. Where, you, is, want, where you want me to start? The 2000 and two, two, 2022. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell me what we got so far. 2022. Oh, this is interesting. We are 22 weeks into the year. There are mm-hmm. more shootings than there are weeks in the year. 246 mm-hmm. mass shootings. There's been a total of 1,357 people shot and 278 people killed. This is fucking insane, ain't it? In 22 weeks. It's fucking insane, ain't more, it? More, like she said, more mass shootings than we than there are days. There are more mass shootings now. I mean, it sounds like the percentage has gone up from 21. What, what is so the, the what same? is the definition of mass shooting? Oh, I have that too. Okay. All right. Oh shit! Hey man, what you talk, what you fucking with my research person for? Uh, man? I'm not. I'm just, I'm just bringing yeah. it up. Go ahead. Go Thank on. Thank you. Didn't just ignore me and not put me on camera. <laughs> this just in. Yeah. The definition of a mass shooting is an incident where four or, or more, more people. people are wounded, even if they're not fatal. Correct. Yes. Okay. So the same time period for 2021. Was 1,293 people shot, so less people shot, Mm -hmm. but 280 deaths, so two more died. Mm. And then in 2020, 
there was only 802 people shot and 152 deaths. Yeah, the, um, it seems like every year we're going up by at least 30%. Mm-hmm. From t- 19 to 20 was 30%. From 20 to 21 was 40%. I want to ask you all just individually to answer this question right here because this is, this is, I want to see what you guys got to say about this. Do we treat Is our response to the mass shooting incident as EMS different today than it was when this started to be a problem? Do we respond to it different now? I think that probably depends on where you are. Uh, I feel like probably, I think probably Orlando is a lot less tolerant than it used to be. I think that they are probably... Um, the police officers here are going to be a little more aggressive than oh, they probably it, would have before Pulse. I'm not. I'm not. No. I'm not saying the police. I'm oh. saying EMS. I'm gonna tell you oh, this. No, I'm gonna tell you different. this. This this has been a problem. The, the police have identified this as a problem way mm-hmm. before Pulse. Mm-hmm. The, the city of Orlando Police Department uh, trained to, on this shit. The city of Police Department puts the tools in their guys' hands to do this shit. They show up. They respond. They they do their job. Okay. We, as a city of Orlando Fire Department, as a retired member of the city of Orlando Fire Department, do not respond at the same high level that no. they respond to the shit. Still, to this day, Mm-mm. we do not. And that's and that and that goes across the board in every. It, it, it because seems like you almost, know, clearly it's not every, a problem. <clears throat> well, not only that, but just like the the like you were saying, the training together. Why are we not training together? I have no why, fucking idea. Why are we not? It makes no sense to me. Like setting things up together it doesn't work that way. Any fucking any incident right now, it could be the a bullshit you know helicopter in the water, right? That somebody's looking for, <laughs> and nobody can, nobody responds. No, nobody t- no, well they go respond, but nobody talks to each other. One, the law enforcement's doing their own thing. The fire's doing their own thing, and nobody's talking to each other. You it's crazy, man. Because th- there's no reason for that. There's a divide. But th- but there's and no re- there's I don't have anything against cops, and usually cops don't have anything against us. The cops want our help, man. The, 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 right. This the, let me tell you, we have a great governor. Yes. In this yes. state, right here, Mr. DeSantis himself, yep. the, the Honorable Mr. DeSantis, yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> cre- they, they passed a law in the state of Florida that a paramedic trained to handle a weapon could be given a weapon during an active shooter incident. Yes. The, the best medicine when an asshole is creating patients is to stop, stop the asshole, the asshole. <laughs> from right. creating patients, Absolutely. right? Yep. And uh, and if you can be there and uh, be part of that whole thing, let the cops shoot, do the shoot, some shooting. Mm-hmm. But if you've got to do some shooting, you got some shooting to do. Yeah. But you're there in the hot zone treating the patient. So let me tell you something that a lot of people don't know about me. And, 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 and way prior to Pulse, you know, years, years and years before the Pulse. So let's go back to like 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the, middle school. Yeah, 2002. <laughs> um, we spent a Saturday scuba diving. I was a nurse. Fire, so it was fire, <laughs> fire bombing. We went scuba diving most of the day. Then I come back and they surprised me with a nice little surprise. Which is how to drive the engine that day, engine one. Which is like it, it is uh, as close to sucking a dick as uh, uh, to me as you could possibly believe. <laughs> so uh, I hate it. Driving an engine? Oh yeah, I would go home like every time they were trying to make me do it. So, anyways, that day um, we I don't go home. 
Um, I remember like it was yesterday because we were making ribs and shit, and uh, Carlos was a uh, little baby and shit. So they bring, uh, Ann was bringing him over to the station. So he came over to the station that day. And what's crazy about it is this, this one little, this girl that grew, uh, basically grew up around from the time I started dating Ann to there was she's a little kid. Now she's a woman and shit, you know, um, and uh, had a baby of her own uh, that she had when she was 16. She's a 19-year-old girl and um, had a boyfriend that, that was an asshole. Um, and he had taken her the day before. We had no idea. And um, was basically kind of holding her hostage, you know. So I don't know that that's happening. Right. right. So we're at the station. We get a call. Cutting to the neck. OPD responding. So OPD's there. We stage, right, the old staging, make sure the scene is safe and all that shit. So we sit there, scene safe, you know, well, boom. We get called into it. Um, a few interesting things there. I got two brand new dudes in the back of the engine, two EMT firefighters, me and Lieutenant J.J. O'Connell, mm-hmm. are the medics in the front. We're uh, rescue one and uh, real metro response at that because that's who did our transport at the time. Right. So we go, like, down the street, man, as co- uh, cops as far as you can see. So this is no regular cutting to the neck now. Uh, we go up Lucerne Towers, uh, which had been turned into from a, uh, it used to be a, a retirement high-rise to income-based living downtown. Oh, okay. So you can basically uh, make, uh, it's basically was targeting, like, the young executive people to they work downtown, live downtown, you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like all these fancy high-rises back then there yeah. like they are now. So um, anyways, long story short, we get out there. There's, there's one girl sitting there on the ground. Uh, first time I've ever seen a sucking chest wound. Uh, the claw of the hammer. This dude hammered this girl to death. Like this, uh, her head felt like cornflakes, you know. Um, and, you know, we cut her clothes. She's there sitting there naked, and you see this fucking giant, like, hammer claw wound to the, like, right up here up her neck type stuff. Me and Lieutenant O'Connell working on her. Now, the asshole that did it was pretending to be a patient, too. Like, they basically, like, pretending like they attacked each other and shit. But, Derek, yeah, the guy's name was Derek Palto. He's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. His his dad, by the way, still, until this day, and, you know, um, non-sponsor of the Rescue Company 1. <laughs> so he can go fuck himself. Owns a curvy vacuum cleaner here in Orlando. So wow. you can figure out who that dude is. Mm. Um, but anyways, <laughs> fuck him. And, uh, and this dickhead um, basically killed her, man. He killed her. Uh, we worked the code on her, get stuff, boom, boom, right. Unrecognizable girl. I, I did not recognize her. Right. Now, I had taken her to get a tattoo that she had. Mm. Had they turned her the right way, I would have seen that it was her. Oh, you never saw it? I never saw the tattoo. Like, so when we turned uh, her, I was holding the tube. I got you. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. I didn't, so I'm holding the tube. We turn her, bam, put on the board, get down, um, and uh, work the code. It's just one of those things that's crazy shit. Um, we end up, um, we, that day we come back, we're doing ribs, you know, and cook the ribs and shit. You run fucked up calls, right? It's just a shit. Yeah. And Um, then you go back and eat dinner. Yeah. yeah, So we're sitting there eating dinner and has Carlos there as a baby. They, you know, we're eating ribs and shit. And, uh, I tell Ann about this fucked up call. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, Hey, you know, we're in this fucked up call. This one girl, smash hammer, you know, boom. Nine o'clock that night. Mother-in-law is calling my house, uh, calling the, the the station. That that lady just called the station when I got goosebumps, like one time ever. Like I don't even know how she got the number. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Did you run a call on a girl? Did they say? I go and I and I could hear her voice crying, and she goes, "It's it's Sarah." They had just gone to the house to tell her. Uh. 
the cops. And it's like, I'm like, oh, shit. So I tell the chief, you know, so I go home. And I'm um, sitting there talking. It's pretty devastating. It's pretty devastated. You know, it's, it's, it's fucked up shit. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking, but uh, it, it, the staging, the sta- not that it would have made a difference. I don't know. And not she coded Because she coded, you know, yeah. as we, I, I'm, I'm there as she yeah. codes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, the, the five to ten minutes or 15 minutes or whatever we were waiting like I wonder, would that have made a fucking difference? Well, so what? What is your thought on, like, you know, you in in Orlando, there's officers and and, and law enforcement everywhere, but if you were the first to even get close to that area and you have to stage, it's a dangerous situation. You have no way to defend yourself, and they're like, ah, oh, well, the you know, law enforcement's. They're not responding yet because they're on other calls. They're or they're responding with a thirty-minute ETA. I I I took and on. You a, don't know. You don't know what's going on. I took on a job that you know you you take calculated risk with stuff, right? You take calculated risk and you do a job so that others people may live, right? So I think I'm not saying John Wayne this shit and go in into everything you're supposed to do, yeah. but do 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 a risk assessment and go like, hey. Um, a lot of times we stage on shit that we should probably have gone in and taken care of the business, right? Right, yeah. You do get paid to die, you know, I mean, in a sense, right? It, it isn't, it's your job. Yeah. You, and I think that I think that we have gone too extreme on the waiting. Well, and, but the, the, the bigger issue is that, like you said, the governor has given us the opportunity and, and the, the equipment that we could use to protect ourselves. However, other governing agencies that are over certain departments have taken that away from us. So you can't yeah, I, protect I, yourself. Yeah, like, you know? do, do, do I think there needs to be a gun on the fire truck or on the rescue? No. Okay, do, should you have the ability to be given one with a trained individual around you? Then, yeah, I do think so. But I think that their situation. Maybe they should have a trained individual at every fire station. Yeah, that would be the thing. That but does carry a gun. You know, oh, uh, right. you bring an interesting point up, but you, you got to understand too. Look at that. Look at the the amount of shenanigans that the cops go through. You know, every time a trigger is pulled and doing this, you know what oh, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's a whole big thing. It's a big fucking deal, man. Yeah. It's a big fucking deal, but. They, not they, in Polk County. Yeah, not now, now, <laughs> now with my next. <laughs> that's how you get promoted. Now, right? now is, with my next totally. vice president, Brady Judd. <laughs> that is how you get promoted. Oh, Chuck says it's an occupational hazard that we accept before we report to shifts. Yes, absolutely. I do believe so. Now, I think you throw on your vest, you put on your helmet, you go get a quick grab, uh, and now, you go and you, what and if get you don't have that it, though. It, Hey man, then you go and grab, do a quick grab, and you get now, somebody. Now, if it's a, if it's an active shooter situation or or like an elementary school or or a school, that's a different story. However, going going into a, a, somebody's house that is you have no idea what's going on, and you're not protected in any way, shape, or form. I don't know. I, I if I had a if I had a way to protect myself, that's one thing. Which but, is why I said maybe on at every station. There should be a 
cop fire person. Well, I mean, as, as, and, and the thing is, like, as many times as all of this stuff has happened, this keeps going Nothing's on. Nothing's changing. Getting Nothing's changing. But guess what? And, and oh, 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 easy. Oh. Uh, allegedly, where I work, you only get, there's only three sets of gear in the entire county. So what do you mean there's three sets of gear? You got three, three, three helmets. Three helmets, three helmets and three, three vests. Well, no, yeah. it's nine. Nine. Oh, okay. Not in the entire county. Oh, oh my goodness. For yeah. 320 so people. So who the fuck is going to use that? Nobody. They, they, because they, it's over by the time anything they, gets there. Do they have one that fits a hippo? No, I, I doubt I have it. to wear two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know that helmet way. Yeah, I have gone through a lot of helmets at this company <laughs> to fit that fucking noggin. I know the problem. So you know, it, it is crazy to me that at a bare minimum, you don't have some way to stop a bullet. Again, yeah. I, I'm not saying you need to put guns on fire trucks. I'm I saying, I, I'm saying. Well, Trish I, is saying that she's yeah, extreme. Well, and, and I've, I feel like, I feel I, like if you're if you're trained. You're I'm part licensed. of the Grady Judd fan club. You're, you're trained. Judd. You're licensed. That's a different story. Just putting it on like a like a fire hose. No, not absolutely. Putting not. a but gun on a complete. fire hose. But <laughs> I mean, putting it on the truck like listen, a fire hose. <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this thing here, Jason. This is what I'm saying. Is that it, it, putting a gun on the truck is going to be extreme? It's an extreme thing, right? Yeah. But it's not unheard of to put fucking bulletproof vests and helmets on a truck. Correct. Right? That's yeah. being done. We yeah. only need nine. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Like, I will say this. That did change in the city of Orlando. Um, <laughs> Who is because, that? you know, who's that? Ben Vaughn. Oh, this is yeah. the Virgin Islands guy. He said yeah. armored ambulances and just drive through the effing house. Yeah, yes. fuck yeah. That was <laughs> goddamn right. That goddamn right. But, Jason, like you know, you, you, that is one thing that did change. Like, you know, uh, the, the ambulances are, are bulletproof? No, baby. Oh. Yeah, you go ahead and get to go and call it. There's a minute and a half on that. <laughs> Only uh, during hurricanes they bring out the Bearcats. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the the city does have tactical vests and helmets on every unit now. Right. The night of the you know second worst mass shooting in U.S. history, they were all sitting in the EMS department. Mm. Like and uh, they sent the chief to go get it. You know they were no more shooting, but but at that time, uh, you know, right. exactly. You know, by the time but, they uh, got there, hey, throw right. these on, get a couple pictures. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Right. It's one of those things. You know, the craziest thing, there was this guy named uh, Chief Sayers, and they, they, he was an arson and bomb chief. And, and uh, the, it, this dude is full on, like, hardcore uh, all the way to the last day he retired. Like, so, you know, um, he comes on shift. He's, a, he's a, uh, like a district chief, like a battalion chief. And you got to throw this motherfucker out of scenes because he's trying to intubate your patients and shit. <laughs> you know, he's, a, he's hardcore. Yeah. He's so, but he called the shit. And, the, you know, he goes, this is going to happen. We need to get this stuff on the trucks. Let's get some calls out there. And, you know, mm-hmm. and everything, man, we got to have, you know, uh, a committee on the committee to have a meeting about the, the meeting. Uh-huh. And yeah. never make anything fucking happen, man. Yes. Right. We need we, to schedule a meeting so yeah. that we can schedule another meeting yeah. to talk uh, about some stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That is the problem in this situation. Here. This is the problem that we have. We have justification or deviant fucking behavior mm-hmm. all the time. And we don't listen to the people that know what the fuck they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? There's a dude, and I'll say his name because he's great. 
And people need to know that he is the, uh, I think he's like a city manager of St. Cloud now. And he is, uh, was a, uh, a, a Orange County, retired Orange County chief. I think I know. Uh, Sturgis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This guy, he was a chief in, in St. Cloud. Mm-hmm. The man is a safety dude. Safety guru. Yeah. The man knows exactly what the fuck he's talking about. Do people listen to him all the time? Nope. Nope. Why would you listen to somebody that knows exactly what the fuck he's saying? No idea. That, that this is <laughs> it's just it's just crazy. Like it it hurts that in the sense in six years still nothing changes. No dramatic changes. Yeah. And we're in a worse state now than we were then. We are. You know, it, it's not gotten better. It's not gotten better. You got any other stats there, buddy? I had one that was a little bit um kind of scary, actually. Mm-hmm. Um South Carolina is number five in the mass shooting list. Okay. Listen to this. Now, take into account some recent training and some recent traveling we did. Two days after we left, there was a mass shooting in downtown Charleston, injuring 10 people. We were staying there. I know. Why is your headphone on? Because I don't feel good. Oh, sorry. I know. It was right where we were staying. That's crazy. Like right down, so like right. Like, we all we all at some point like walked around down there and. Yep. Yeah. Like I didn't look at like the exact location and like map it out, but it was it was there in the. I may have bought a forty the right by there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Two days after we left. That is crazy. I feel sorry for those people. Nice people in Charleston. We yep. were. We were. Yeah, there. it was great. Yeah, we were met by one of the guys uh, that lived on the street, and he was able to help us park because there's no fucking parking. Yeah, oh, yeah. we're in on Charleston. That. that was an awesome gentleman there. Man. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. Made sure, every day we had a place to park yep. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's I mean, nice. Yeah, thank, cool. thanks to the, the wonderful people. Man, that is insane, man. Just like, it, 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 what is it with people? You know, you want to fuck yourself up, fuck yourself up, man. But why you got to? do this thing and then while we were there was the school shooting in texas yes i i don't understand why people want to go in and cause mass harm to all these people and like mass shootings period i really don't understand walking into an elementary school doing it i I really don't get it um my daughter has told me that she now wants to homeschool she doesn't want to go to school. She's scared i don't blame her right i I am terrified to send my children to school do you want to listen to any of this? Yeah, you play some. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, maybe. Why not? Why not? <laughs> you got the the uh, body cam footage, uh, body cam sounds. Yeah, I'm I'm working on the uh, the video. Go ahead. So Chuck commented on YouTube and said, when I was in New Orleans after Katrina, EMTs and paramedics and civilians all were carrying. Somehow crime came to a halt and there weren't any mass shootings in that time. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's some crazy stuff there. You know, those are those are dudes over there uh, in New Orleans, man. Me, Robbie and uh, Asian Mike were down there. So I go like enough and insane. The amount of uh, how much they do with very little. Oh, yeah, so.
You know what's shitty about law enforcement is that they don't know who, who, who the person who is, is. Who, you know, and, and you know, they, right. they to, go they and point every guns. person like they're they're the the shooter. You know, so that that night um, we transport, we do a, a, a like our third transport there, and uh, somehow they thought that this one dude that we had that was uh, they thought that that one dude was the was uh, was a shooter or something. Oh. And uh, so we go, and somebody makes that radio call at ORMC as we're dropping off, which puts ORMC in a shutdown. They they, they locked the they locked mm-hmm. the hospital down. Uh, it was and it was insane, like because then we're like, man, we're wondering, did, did we have the dude? Was that the dude? And then the, no, the dude was that wasn't him. Um, you know, and um, you know what's insane is that is that the 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 shooting sounds of I've never heard anything like that before. You know, let's see um, if I can uh, find some. That's just the asshole talking. Yeah. Yep. Mm-mm. There it goes. Hey, when you uh, pause that real quick. Yep. So, so there's an interest. So, uh, me, Josh, this guy named Ron Huguenin, we would uh, rotate around working the. Uh, so they had a dude that uh, that something happened to him in that little uh, downtown little jail thing that they have with the bike team runs out of. They detained the drunk people in there, you know. So we started. We had an off duty where there was at least a met, EMT or a medic in the uh, working that, but uh, right where the bike team runs out of. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this is prior to bringing the bike t- the EMS bike team downtown back. So we would work that off-duty uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Um, and uh, Ron was working it that night. And it's an easy off-duty to do because you go in, at, it's, a, it's a shitty one. Nobody wanted it, so that's why we were the only assholes that would do it. But it was like uh, 11 in, uh, at night till 3 in the morning. So you go in and, uh, and you know, pay you pretty good money, but you just sit there and you fucking work on your, you know, I was in you know, school, so I was right. working on shit. Yeah. Um, and uh, starting the company, so I would just go in there and just start and shit, typing shit in there. Well, the the craziest shit is that Ron's working it that night. We, me and Josh are on duty, and uh, the whole bike team uh, downtown empties. Mm-hmm. You know, so like we're seeing these dudes that we always work with come to like past the rescue 
um, bicycles, you know what I'm saying? Right. And the most vivid thing that I have is this giant uh, black police officer dude on the bicycle that basically just, like, just, like, he got off his bicycle, like, the bicycle kept going, and he gets off, you know, the bicycle grabbing his gun and, and, oh, and going into shit. It's a, yeah. it's a, probably how they learn how to do that shit and yeah. the thing that, you know, uh, I'm sure Cop Rob couldn't do that, but, right. you know, yeah, but, uh, but, uh, but it's just the craziest <laughs> thing to watch backwards. that dude just in that, um, just doing that, you know, and like these guys are going in, in yeah. shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, doing their shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the 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 whole defund the police bullshit that happened oh. a few years. You know, uh, in twenty twenty, go fuck yourselves, man. Yeah, I, I've saw I saw some motherfucking people do their job without hesitation at all, whatsoever. I saw it with these two eyes, and until the fucking day they put me on there, I'm gonna fucking keep saying it. Is like you know. If these city of Orlando police officers didn't do what they did, there'd be a lot more dead people. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. They did an unbelievable fucking job, and uh, they did what they could in that situation. Right. Right. In a horrific situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True, true, absolute heroes. That mm-hmm. is uh, absolute for sure. What time are we at there, Jay? Uh, we got a uh, one twenty. Well, we'll probably start closing this thing right. up right here, yes, sir. But you know, it, it, you know, listen. It's uh, uh, my thoughts are with you know everybody involved with this, you know, and the, and the lives that are affected, and um, and you know, it's definitely uh, uh, it's crazy. Next Tuesday, we're doing a talk about how you know this uh, what the last six years have been like and how different life is after you know the whole thing. So. Um, but you know, till then, um, you know, it's uh, pretty crazy. Anything you got left? Say to people there, Jason. No, I mean, it, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, we have to live every day like it's our last. We have to um, always look over our shoulders, you know, which sucks, but it's something you have to do. The new normal. And it is. It's a new normal. And um, you know, we just help each other out. Do, do the best you can do and and like especially with this kind of this kind of thing that's not going away is put yourself in that person's shoes you know if you were there are you gonna want somebody staging are you gonna want them just waiting people no. bleeding to death right if it's people your kid inside death. that school right people are bleeding to death man you know, I, I hate that this stuff breeds fear in people, man. And it's like you shouldn't fear life. You know, things are going to happen. Um, you should be careful, but you should have no. You should have fear of stuff like that for sure. What you got, birthday buddy? I just have, you know, we'll give acknowledgement to the those 49 people that were killed on June 12, 2016. And we found the official timestamp that was reported was two o two seventeen. Yeah, pretty interesting thing. Yeah, when you look at the the timestamp, that that timestamp is uh is pretty uh pretty legit in the yeah. sense of like if you've ever heard her let's tell a story. So like for us, it's not two in the morning yet. You know what I'm saying? When it's us, it's like you right. know, like you know zero. And I remember. Looking at the uh, at the clock when I uh, walked into the rescue truck, 
Um, and, and the reason I do remember that is because it's like it's the only time of the year that the clock is right. Because, you know, when we got to like put. Oh, the, yeah, when time changes. When time changes, we never change it. So on that recitation, so we know it's, it's zero one, it was 156 in the morning. 156 in the morning when we're talking to who we know we're talking to. And we hear, we start hearing the shots. And that's interesting because when I did talk with the FBI guy, I was telling him, I was like, 0156, 0158 at the latest is going to come in. The, the first 911 call is 202. In the yeah. So, so, but that's what they'll record as, like, yeah, the, as, a tan, as the as time. time stamp, yep. So it's pretty crazy. But. It is crazy. And, you know, and with all of you guys, I. I know you don't love taking credit for what you did, but what you did was truly amazing. And what everybody there that night did was truly amazing. And these people's lives have been flipped upside down in some cases. And, you know, they saved a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Big group of people there. Maybe you're right. What you got? You're tired. I just don't feel good. I love you. I love you. Mm-hmm. You got anything to say? Hey man, um, you know, thanks for everybody for the uh, definite support of the show for sure. And, and we've seen a big growth, man, and like how uh, people like to, you know, like to watch it, man. We're in the Cayman oh. Islands and shit. Um, our next live show is when? Monday? Uh, Tuesday? Monday night, I think. Monday night? Are we doing Monday night? Yes. Monday night. So if you are listening now, our next live is Monday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we, we be on location. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yes. I think for that. But hey, till then, everybody love everybody. And then, um, you know, go fuck yourself. Yeah. See you later. <laughs>